guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. Yesterday, I introduced you to this whole kind of overarching concept of standing as a witness of God, which I really believe, all times, all things, and in all places. It's kind of the overarching theme of the whole book of Esther. Now, there's a story that we don't always talk about when we're reading the book of Esther, and I think it's a powerful story that really sets up the story of Esther so well. And it's found in chapter one of the book of Esther. Now, to give you a little context, again, this is the time period where the Jews have been taken captive into Babylon, and then the Persians came in and overtook that Babylonian empire. So you have got the Jews living in the Persian empire, and you've got a king. This king's name is Ahasuerus, or if you are familiar with the king Xerxes, X-E-R-X-E-S, that is Xerxes. He's known by several different names, but this is Ahasuerus, and apparently this guy knew how to party. Uh, you're looking at the first couple of verses of Esther chapter 1. So he's throwing this big shindig. Uh, it's a big feast. This guy also likes to eat, which I respect that. You go down to verse number 4. He is showing the riches of his glorious kingdom and the honor of his excellent majesty many days, even and hundred and four score days. That's 180 days. When you're throwing a six-month party, you know that this is going to be crazy. So he's invited everybody from 120 27 provinces all through here to just talk about how awesome he is. This guy's a piece of work. So uh, these guys are partying. You keep going down through the story and this it's just a lavish party. Verse 7, they gave them drink in vessels of gold, the vessels being diverse from one another, royal wine in abundance. Verse 8, and the drinking was according to the law and none did compel, which means, hey, they didn't even hold back. Now what's interesting, there's kind of an interesting footnote by the word drinking. You might be familiar with this verse if you're a Book of Mormon reader. This is in the Isaiah chapters of the Book of Mormon, 2 Nephi chapter 15. Woe unto the mighty to drink wine and men of strength to mingle strong drink. So you can see this is not necessarily going to be the best combination here. So back to that verse 8. So for the king had appointed all the officers in his house that they should do according to every man's pleasure. You can see that this could go south very quickly. Uh, Then you've got Queen Vashti. Okay, so verse 9, Vashti is the queen, or I don't know if there's one of many queens, but she was like the queen. Uh, she made a feast for the women in the royal house, which belonged to King Ahasuerus. So while the guys are out partying, the women are having a get-together as well. And so on the seventh day, when they have been drinking a lot, verse 10, it says that the heart of the king was merry with wine. He's bringing all of these guys together. Verse 11, to bring Vashti the queen before the king with the crown royal to show the people and the princes her beauty, for she was fair to look upon. I I remember reading something that suggested this. Basically, they wanted her to kind of just prance around, basically naked, wearing the crown. And you could see this idea of just, you got all these drunk guys, they've been partying for six months. And these last seven days, they have been crazy partying with drinking and then you've got a woman out there you can see that this is going to add up to not a good thing and so i love verse 12 where it says but queen vashti refused now one does not simply just say no to the king back in the day which kind of sets up this whole week with the book of esther but she's just like nope we are not going to do this now whether that is her just making sure that she stays virtuous in this she says no and i love that and these men of course didn't like that. Verse 15, 
What shall we do to the queen Vashti according to law? Because she hath not performed the commandment of the king Ahasuerus by the chamberlains. You go down to verse 17. For this deed of the queen shall come abroad unto all women, so that they shall despise their husbands in their eyes when it shall be reported. The king Ahasuerus commanded Vashti the queen to be brought in before him, but she came not. Likewise shall the ladies of Persia and Media say this day unto the king's princes, which have heard of the deed of the queen. There shall arise too much contempt and wrath. Vashti was ahead of her time trying to basically defy this whole uh, kingly, patriarchal type of thing where they're just like, women, you do exactly what your husbands say. And so she's like, ah, no, this is not a good thing. So at the end of verse 19, it says, let the king give her royal estate unto another that is better than she. And basically she becomes divorced from the king. So I think there's a lot of cool principles in this story. And as I was thinking about the story of Queen Vashti and her standing up against the king in a situation that had to be very, very difficult. There's a wonderful quote I came across from Elder Lynn G. Robbins, which I think perfectly describes Vashti. While it certainly takes courage to face perils, the true badge of courage is overcoming the fear of men. And this had to be a tough situation for her. And she's just like, nope, we are not going to do this. And one of the things I think is interesting is when you are courageous, it often empowers other individuals as well, which that was the fear of the king and all those chamberlains. They're just like, wait, she says no, that means other people are gonna say no, exactly. That's the cool thing about this is when one person stands as a witness of God, it helps empower others to do the same. And one of those individuals is a young woman by the name of Esther, because this is one of those situations by what Queen Vashti did, opened the door for another to come in to save the day. And so I would invite you, and again, this is so much easier said than done, but as you stand as a witness, as you are courageously sharing what you need to share, it often empowers others to be able to do the same thing. And I love this example of Queen Vashti. She is kind of an unsung and unheralded hero in this story. It starts with her courage and her courage and empowers others to be able to do the same thing. So I think she's a great hero in the story. There's a lot to learn from her. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.